Hello, my beloved listeners. Good evening. It is the evening time, but I drank one too many coffees today, so I'm way too fucking hyped up. I'm going to go home and try to be productive for a while. I stayed, I actually had to rip myself away from work. I don't know. I just, it's the same thing at the gym. I, I can't remember the last time I left the fucking gym because it was too tired. It's like, I just fucking can't stop. I got, like, if I didn't have to go to work, I'd just spend, I just, hours and hours. And, like, fucking work, I just don't want to leave. Once you, once you get into something, you're into it, it's like, it's kind of like, um, well, warehouse fever is just kind of like heat stroke because our warehouse has no circulation or it's hot as and swampy as fuck. Actually, I, 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 I eventually channeled my inner me- Mexican. I don't know if that's a thing, but I eventually acclimated to the extreme heat and I could just, I, I learned to just love it. And it was only air conditioning that started making me uncomfortable. And uh, I don't know. I don't know, fuck, I, I, I guess you can really acclimate to anything. I, I have to believe that. I thought I was getting sick and dying, but I don't know, fuck. What the hell? Oh, my God. So, I was just thinking, what is with people in the fucking 1980s? With the fucking clothes and the hairstyles. Like, come on. Did anyone look fucking good? Not even just look good. Did anyone not go so far out of their way? Like you're watching an 80s movie or a show or whatever, and it's like you look at the people that are supposed to look like fucking nerds or dweebs or dorks or fucking whatever other synonyms you have for fucking dickhead, fucking, you know, not cool people. Um, you know, not fucking. <laughs> but anyway, and then there's like the good looking people or the people that are supposed to be cool. They look even fucking worse with those goddamn hairstyles or the fucking. Oh, God, ladies with shoulder pads and guys with suit jackets with the sleeves rolled up and those fucking hairstyles, every hairstyle, the mullets, mullets everywhere. Oh, my fucking God, why? Like, I mean, how the fuck did, like, I don't know, I don't know. (laughs) I know there's still some fucking people dressing up like knobs every day. I know I dress like a fucking homeless person. And I, I own that. That's 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 something I fucking, uh, you know, I can still sit down at a curb at any time and fucking people will give me fucking money. And that's fine with me, all right? See, I don't know. I, I, I have this, like, I, I think I've already discussed this, but I don't fucking remember. But I have this, like, deep-seated fucking thing where I, I place so much value in being poor. Like, every day I see myself as a poor person, and the less I have, the more noble I feel, the better I feel about it. The more I go without, the more I feel like uh, maybe someone else could have more, you know? And I and I pride myself on being able to be happy to go without things. Like, every day, instead of wanting more, every day... Well, I mean, what, regardless of what you fucking want, like, just every day reminding myself to go with less, to have less... Um, you know, there's a great, uh, fuck, who was it, Carl Sagan? Um, I can't remember who the fuck it was from. It was like, the goal is not to have more, it's to have, or more possessions, it's to have fewer wants. But there's a better one from Socrates, I've been listening to a lot of these old uh, ancient quotes. It's just like, uh, how to be happy with less. It's, uh, but anyway, enough with the fucking preaching. As of today, I'm officially on drugs. The doctors finally gave me some fucking drugs. 
I don't know. I've been fighting on it. Most drug, most fucking doctors are, are uh, drug pushers. They love fucking putting you on fucking drugs. One doctor kept busting my balls, like just just relentlessly fucking kept insisting that I was on drugs, and I'm like, I'm really not. I, I'm honestly, I would have fucking dressed up a little nicer. This disco inside with what I was just saying. I guess because if I was going to the border or something, I'd get all dressed up because I know I'm going to get profiled. That I understand. And oh my God, don't get me started on the fucking cocksucking fucking border guys. Holy fuck, man. Not all of them, but a lot of them are fucking twats. Absolute fucking, like, just the most sad fucking guys. They're just, they have, they're, they're all like, if they're not short, they have that mentality of just like a little guy. That just has to take you down a peg. And, um, fuck, don't get me started on some of these fucking knobs. Um, ah, whatever. Anyway, I don't want to make any more enemies. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that. But, yeah, this fucking doctor kept insisting that I was on drugs. And I'm like, I'm not. I mean, if you... I don't understand why you insist I am. I'm like, if you want to pretend I am, I don't give a shit. Like, shit. I mean... I, I didn't come here to get fucking judged. I mean, if you want to judge me, I don't give a fuck. You are a doctor. I mean, um, but, um, nah, nah, that doctor is a fucking dickhead, but, uh, whatever. Some people lose their ways. It's, um, I mean, I would never be rude or take for granted anything at any time of any doctor. Even a doctor who's completely lost their passion or complete fucking knob like that one was and busted my balls. I still give them the proper fucking respect. Because no matter how shitty they are, they, they still I still I still respect the, how much education they went through and how much effort they had to put in to get to the position they were in. So you know it is what it is. I've lost my train of thought a thousand times over. Uh, I don't know if this medication is going to help. It takes six weeks. I've just started today, so it takes six weeks to even have any result. Um, or no, the negative ones can start immediately, but, uh, I don't know, I'm fucking, I, I, I'm hoping to feel better and have more, uh, focus, <laughs> I'm gonna cut this off now because I'm fucking blowing it, anyway, I love y'all, um, and, uh, yeah, Anyway, be well, and uh, if you guys uh, are also struggling with mental health, don't fucking be ashamed. It sucks, but you gotta you gotta try to get some help. That's what uh that's what I'm trying to do. It's fucking rough. I'll tell you that rough. Or just do fucking drugs, man. If the doctors are just gonna assume you're on drugs, just fucking do the drugs. You know why the fuck not? And, and yeah, they're just gonna push their own on you anyway. So don't. That's just projection right there, man. They're ashamed of their fucking drug pushing, so they're fucking pushing their fucking bullshit fucking views on you. Acting like you're a drug user. It's like, fuck you, you fucking overqualified drug dealer. Anyway, um, yeah, I hate doctors, I hate all those cunts at the Canadian border. <laughs> the American border, no fucking problem. Those guys are fucking gentlemen, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, just fucking phenomenal. But I've met some shitbags on this side, man. I've never fucking done anything wrong, man. I got a completely clear record. I've never fucking been involved in anything that I, 
never got convicted of a single fucking crime in my goddamn life through religious law of man or law of God. And uh, I'm squeaky fucking clean. But getting treated like a piece of shit for some fucking little guy just, you know, thinks he's going to make a bust or whatever. They, You know what it is? They watch these fucking shows. And I'm not joking. Like The, the guys at the borders can confirm this. Like They get these guys from small town fucking nowhere. And then they come to like the, the big leagues or so they think. And they, they think they're on this fucking these TV programs. You know, and they're waiting to make these big busts and be heroes and shit. And it's just like, oh, fuck off. You gotta come back to fucking reality. But, uh, eh, what are you gonna do, man? If it cheers some little fucking fella up to, to you know, talk down and be mean to me, you know, give him his up, give him his due. You know, Lord knows, uh, I, I just want people to feel better, you know. So, that being said, I'm going to fucking leave before, uh, I don't like giving you guys low energy me. It's not, uh, if you guys can't handle me at my low energy meet, fuck you all. <laughs> I'm just joking. You know I love every single one of you guys. I don't have a single listener that I'm not, like, very close to, so you know I don't uh, take any of you guys for granted. Alright? So, uh, that's just the service you're going <laughs> to get with a small family mom and pop shop fucking podcast. Alright? So, uh, be well. Alright, let's get started. Alright, let's try that again. <laughs> Good morning. Let's get rolling. Um, running way, way behind today. Yeah. It's a nice cold as hell morning. It's like minus 20. Down here in the sunny south, you know, you don't expect it. I was just talking to some poor chump, Gordon Blank, up in Peta Blank Blank, and it's uh, freaking, it was like minus 30. I don't even know what it would be today because that day it was like minus, oh no, it's probably around that if it's, you know, get... <laughs> that math makes sense. It's double the negative temperature. It has to be. You know, with the longitudes and the latitudes and all the, you know, polar and solar winds and all that. Oh, God. I don't know, man. I was not very impressed with the last one. I haven't listened to it yet, my last podcast. Um, I don't know. I just felt like I don't I don't have that. En- like, when I have that crazy energy and shit, I'm like using it up at work or wherever, doing this or that. But, uh I'm not sure I'm conveying a lot of enough energy and fucking whatever thought into these fucking things. You know what I mean? So, uh, I'm saying that like I'm going to do better. It's probably going to get worse. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. I want the fucking gyms to open back up, man. I was losing, I'm losing my fucking mind. But like, it's, I like preaching so much being like, when people are like, oh, they make up stupid excuses why they can't work out. Like, Nothing's stopping me from act- from exercising other than myself, but I like to go to the gym. Then I know where the stuff is, and I'm it's, it's warm, and it's not cold, and I don't have to see people. Well, I mean, sometimes there's people at the gym, but I'm really good at, you know, steering clear and tuning them out. 
I, uh, I think actually I inadvertently start growling at some guy or whatever. All I do is that when the missus tells me like really annoying people at her gym that, that you know they want to stay away from, I just take notes and I'll be like, whatever that person's doing is what I'm going to do. So people stay the fuck away from me. <laughs> I don't know if growling is one of them, but yeah. Uh, yeah, one trick um, I, I'll teach people actually. Uh, one guy had a really cool idea for um, a car alarm. Uh, one of them was, I actually I think this, I don't know, I, I mix up between like regular conversation with people. Um, this guy who was a locksmith was one of them. And um, like comedians, this might have been like a fucking stand-up bit. Where it was like, you go to open someone's car door or whatever and then there's like a recording. It's like, please help me, I've been kidnapped. <laughs> Some shit like that. And most likely that motherfucker's going to run for his life. Because no one wants to get involved in that shit. Or, uh... The better one is um, just like a fucking dog, a dog growling or whatever. Actually, some guy was telling us a story about a... I think I've already told you guys this story. I'm really sorry. I, I fucking uh, recycle a lot of shit about how uh, a, a guy tried to break into his truck cab and it was just him and it, he, he traveled all around North America with his dog, his dog and his truck. Things have changed now. Uh, you're not supposed to... I don't think you can get across the border now with a dog. Whatever. Anyway. Well, one guy says he takes his cat, but cats are really good at hiding. They're really good at getting smuggled. Actually, a lot of times, if you're ever working, uh, always check your truck before you leave, uh, because a lot of times you'll be you'll be taking cats with you and you don't even know. <laughs> They're fucked. Holy shit, I was cruising the other day out in the country in the middle of nowhere, and this fucking raccoon is wandering around in the middle of the road. He's all fucked. He probably got rabies or something. Anyway, um... Uh, yeah, he's like coming, like, he's just, like, I can't get him out of the fucking road, and I don't want to run him over, it's a fucking, you know, it's a goddamn mess I don't want to deal with, but anyway, I, <laughs> this fucking guy in a big-ass pickup truck fucking, um, passes me going the other way, I look in the rear view, this guy just swerves, boom, just fucking takes him out, I don't know if this guy was like, oh, no, this raccoon has rabies, and I should take, put him out of his misery, or this guy's just fucked. Because, like, if you think about it, like, that's a fucking mammal. Like, I'm not a heartless... Or I'm a pretty heartless fuck. And I'm not averse to killing things. But it's just, like, the next step up from that raccoon is, like, a cat or a dog. And that's, like, a member of someone's family, you know? <clears throat> you could have a pet raccoon, you know what I mean? What if that thing was domesticated? You just took that fucker out. And not by accident. Like, this guy swerved right into the oncoming lane, like, very aggressively to take that fucker out. And, uh... Ah, what are you gonna do? Maybe he's just a really bad driver. Maybe he's drunk. Who knows? But, you know, I mean, roadkill happens. I mean, we all kill things. Like, but, I mean, one thing's doing it by accident. This guy... <laughs> ah, shit. What are you gonna do? I remember these guys we worked with. Uh, one of the guys hit the other guy with a car... And we're like, what a fucking crazy fuck. What the fuck is he thinking? And uh, that his, uh, his aunt was like, oh, you, you know, there's two sides to every story. He's like, yeah, there is. But when it comes to fucking running a guy down in a parking lot after work, it's like, there's really, there's really not too much left open for interpretation. <laughs> oh, fuck, I miss those guys. You know, it's crazy. Um, a lot of these guys were like these French-Canadian guys. And it was so fucking bizarre because um, most, for most people are wonderful. And 
most French Canadians are wonderful. But some of them are just, they're born and bred to just hate, like, English-speaking Canadians. Just absolute, like, so much pent-up hatred. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, it's so bizarre, you know? It's like, this is like something... Like, you expect to hear from, like, people in the cell, like, black people being like, you know, why do these fucking people hate, like, uh, what the hell's that guy's name? Daryl, uh, fuck, I always forget his fucking name. The guy who collects all the Blue Klux Klan fucking things, uh, uh, fuck, what the hell is this goddamn man? It was gonna drive me crazy. He had a really good documentary about, uh, he, he converts members of the Ku Klux Klan and then he corrects, he collects their, uh, robes, their ceremonial robes as trophies. He used to be, like, a blues singer, but anyway... He, uh, yeah, his whole thing was, how the fuck do these people hate me? He was marching in a, uh, in a parade for the, the Boy Scouts, and all these people were like, I fucking hate you, blah, 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 and they had to, like, stop the parade and get him to safety, and he could not understand. He just did not understand. He's like, what is going on? They're like, all oh, these people hate you, and he's like, what? They never even met me. How could these people hate me? And that's exactly what it's like with a lot of these French Canadians, man. They just fucking, they're just born and bred to hate you know, that's how, like, when anyone's like, oh, Quebec wants to separate, and everyone's like, what the fuck? That's the dumbest thing I ever heard. That's silly. That's insane. What? We all get along. We all love each other. Why the fuck would anyone want to separate? But that's the thing. You go into these little fucking towns, and uh, they get it. They roast up all these fucking, you know, people, and they, they indoctrinate them to believe that all their problems are caused by a certain group, and then... You know, and it's, just, and it's generational, generational, you know, I mean, this this is feuds, they, they keep these feuds going for fucking hundreds of years, you know what I mean, like, look at Ireland, look at, like, the Middle East, look at, like, parts of the fucking world where these feuds, they go on for centuries, sometimes thousands of fucking years, and you just keep fueling it, because, uh, you know, it's like, you, you creating a condiment creating a common enemy uh, it, it forms bonds really it's ironic but it's like that's you know what I mean so that's why we're always given enemies we um, we don't always need them but uh, the thing is, is we, we we thrive with an enemy when we have somebody to blame you know what I mean and you know yeah racism's not so cool anymore actually I remember when I moved to Toronto uh, some guy wanted to fight me because he didn't know what group I was in. But anyway, these guys segregated each other by musical taste. It's the silliest thing in the world. It sounds like I'm talking about some fucking bizarro, really bad science fiction movie. It's like, <laughs> these guys, yeah, they fucking... It, it, it's a sign of progress if you really think about it. Because now, no longer is racist, racial uh, segregation tolerated. No longer is religious segregation tolerated. And all these other things were no longer tolerated. So in an effort to keep these things going, the only way people could segregate and war with each other was by by um, organizing themselves with, by music. And I think that the idea that you'd only like one type of music is so fucking ridiculous. That's like saying I only like one type of food. It's so fucking stupid. You know, it's like, how could you just fucking... <laughs> I like, I mean, I love every single goddamn genre of music. Every single genre of music has good and bad, just like every single group of people have good and bad. To fucking just, or, or you know, it's the other thing people like to do um, is the whole political shit. Like, you just pick a fucking political group, and then it's like, ah, oh, now I'm a member of that group, and the other group sucks, and we're great. Ah, you know, it, it's it's fucking silly. It's so fucking stupid. But the whole music thing, was it was hilarious. It's just like, and you'd see guys, they, they would choose a fucking genre of music they wanted to commit their life to, 
They'd fucking change the way they talk, change the way they dress, change everything in their life according to that. And then they would like kind of rival different tribes of, of people. I don't know. It, it, it's just so fucking ridiculous. Now, that's, we're talking about kids, teenagers, you know, it's sad, but it's like, does it really go away? No. It keeps going. I mean, it's so fucking silly. Well, I mean, a lot of people grow out of it, but like, to just keep going with these groups, I'm a member of this group, I'm, they're, they're a member of that group. To imagine that people are fucking different, you know what I mean, in these different groups is absolutely ludicrous. It's absolutely insane. Uh, and it's no fucking, like, you know what I mean, these political parties, is no different than fucking this guy listens to rap, this guy listens to rock, whatever the fuck that is, you know, this guy listens to whatever, and I hate him or love him because of it, it's just, it's so, you know what I mean, it's like this guy drinks Coke, this guy drinks Pepsi, it's like, let's just pick a camp, it, it's, I don't know, but, that being said, it's like, when you have an enemy, when you have a goal, a clear goal or whatever, well, I mean, I'm sorry, those are two different things, but yeah, when you're fighting against someone else, it, it uh, yeah, it creates camaraderie and it creates a, it gives your life a purpose, right? And that's what a lot of people are looking for. When you have no, when you have no purposes left, you know, when you have no fights left, it's like, well, what's the point of fucking living, you know? So everyone needs something to fight against, and then that that makes us very very vulnerable because we're always looking for something to get upset about. So then. You know, the media and the fucking internet and all this shit. It's going to constantly feed us this fucking bullshit so that we can get all fucking riled up and uh, upset and never fucking, you know, and, and we turn on each other. It's, it's fucking hilarious. It's absolutely priceless. And it's like, like when I lived in a small town, the, the idea, or I still live in small towns, the, the, the view a lot of people have of like big cities and like how people are is so fucking stupid it's so i don't know like some of it's accurate yeah when there's more people there's more people that's all there is to it people do what people do and it doesn't matter where the fuck it is and when you put a lot of them in the same spot yeah you get these fucking issues and this is every single city there's a poor side of town there's a nicer side of town and it's like that's all there is to it there's like it, but to imagine that an entire city is all fucking shit people or an entire town is all good people or vice versa it's like, or are people in the city thinking small town folk are like this or like that? It's like, they're all the same. And like, and then, the fucking, I don't know. People are talking about places that are half an hour, an hour away from each other. Like they're, you know, or you're talking to somebody who's an American. They're like, oh, you don't understand, you're Canadian. It's like, dude, I'm 20 minutes from the border. Drive 20 minutes in any direction and tell me how astronomically different everything is. Like, fuck, they're goddamn people. And that's the other thing. We have this idea of what Americans are like. Now, some of that holds true, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, different laws, different politics, different this and that. But it's still, the differences are fucking trivial. Most Americans are great fucking people. Actually, three percent of my fucking uh, audience is from America. So what I don't understand is where they get that percentile. One percent's from Thailand. I don't want to single out that guy, but that's one guy. But that implies that. <laughs> <laughs> I have a hundred listeners. I'm really bad at math. Or he's only doing one percent of the listening. Fuck you, Ryan Blank <laughs> from Thailand. Oh shit, I singled him out. Wow, there's a lot of Ryan Blanks in Thailand. Ah <laughs> oh, shit. I don't know who are the three percent of the Americans. Did my brother start listening to me? There's absolutely no fucking chance. I love my brother. Uh, I love both my brothers. I miss them. Not just biological fucking brothers either. I love, I miss all my brothers. And uh, God help them if they are listening to me. 
and um, well, you know, I don't fuck. I mean, if you guys have anything to say, weigh in. My brother's an American, so he can say anything he wants about America. Um, uh, but yeah, like people are fucking great people down there. I fucking absolutely love it. Um, fuck, I gotta stop saying um. They, they don't say um as much. It's funny though. I talk, I talk to a lot of people when I go down there, as many as I can. And the, the ideas they have about Canadians, it's like some, some of them don't know that we speak English. Some people think it's like we're in six feet of snow all year. And it's just like, it's, it's absolutely insane. But then again, when I was when I was young and didn't know any better, I, I didn't know what the hell was going on down in the south. So it's like, you know, you learn from each other. Actually, this, one, uh, this old black dude that drove the trolley at this one place I was at, really, really good dude. But uh, <laughs> we were just talking about this and that, and he's like, I don't understand how those fish don't get froze to death in that water. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's just the way he said it. I'm not butchering it, but like, he just had that like super charming southern guy accent, like the old black dude accent. It just, oh, I love the way they speak. They're so just charming and, and, and just, I don't know. And they're the most kind people you'll ever meet in your life. Like, we're, we're supposed to, like, we are very polite and, uh, in, and kind in general, except for cocksuckers in Toronto bunch. <laughs> um, but, like, the way they are in the South, it's just off the chain how hospitable they are. Uh, it, I mean, I've only ever been to a few states, and uh, right now I'm, t- I'm thinking about South Carolina and, uh, oh my gosh, just the way they treat you is phenomenal. But then again, I, I'm down there, I'm staying in, like, a in, a in a resort, right? So it's just, like, you're not seeing everything that's down there. But, like, I mean, even the places you go... I was talking to these guys in this liquor store, and they were like, you know, we all, you know, you know, we we're talking about this bad here, this and that. They were talking about how fucked up their healthcare system, and I was like, I won't deny that with you. I won't debate that with you. But I will say, I'm going to give you guys some numbers from memory. I don't know if they're fully accurate, but I'm like, this is what we pay for taxes. They're like, oh. I'm like, this is what we pay for college tuition. They're like, ah. And I'm like, this is what we pay for auto insurance. This is what we pay for a vehicle. This is what we pay for a dinner. And I was giving them all these numbers. This is what we pay for internet and cell phones. And they were like, what the fuck? I'm like, yeah, man. So if you think free health, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that the fucking healthcare system's not fucked here. We're not grateful for what we have. We, we are. But I'm like, they're going to get you one way or the other. Either way, we're all getting fucked. I, want, I don't want you guys to feel like you're alone. Because that's my most important thing. And that's a message to all of you message to myself is no matter how bad you're suffering don't feel alone actually there's a really good fucking George Carlin bit about it. there's someone that's always got it worse than you and he's like but there's got to be one guy at the end that's got it worse than everybody I'm not going to try to fucking redo his bit it's a really good one George Carlin's one of those fucking awesome comedians where it's just like my ma likes him you know my, my, my missus her, her dad likes him and then I, I like him and then like people 10 20 years younger than me can like him and it's like, the shit's just universal. See, I wish I were like that. I wish I could just fucking rant and rave and uh, I, I was that fucking entertaining. <laughs> uh, even when he makes fun of white guys with shaved heads. <laughs> but now I can uh, say like, just do what I just do what I did. Wait, now I'm going bald. I just, honestly, I just wish I could just go all bald all at once. I, I hate shaving my head. I'm so sick of it. I had hair when I was younger. It was fun. It was whatever. Actually, I did grow it out. Uh, um, I guess it would have been a year ago or so. I couldn't even get to the. Well, we couldn't. None of us could go to the barbers. And um, 
what's it called? None of us could. Uh, oh, I couldn't get clippers. I ordered clippers at the beginning of the lockdowns. So I couldn't. They just showed up like months later. But at that point, I had this fucking. I grew my hair down to my shoulders. I didn't comb it once. I didn't brush or comb the shit once. It was so fucking thin and wispy. Like I've just lost so much fucking hair. It's all like salt and pepper too. I like the salt and pepper actually. It has a lot of character. Uh, but yeah, it was so thin and wispy, like a gust of wind would untangle it. Like it wouldn't even, it didn't tangle once. <laughs> oh shit. I just fucking greased it back. Gotta do it. And I tried the man bun just for fun, but uh, nah, even I couldn't rock this shit. Ah, what are you gonna do? I don't know, some guys can do the ponytail look. They look gangster as fuck. Some guys look really fucking hurting, but uh... Anyway, if you guys want to tune into my next podcast, I'm going to talk about hair the whole fucking time. Now, I got to the point in my life at a young age where I just shaved my... I had, well, the last hair hairstyle I had before that concocted bullshit I was just talking about was fucking dreadlocks. And those things got so fucking dirty and filthy. And I remember I cut the back nest, like a bunch of them turned into a nest at the back of my head. I remember I fucking... We chopped that thing out and it hit the ground with a thud. There was no fucking mess. There was no loose hair. It was just like a fucking... Oh, it was, it was nasty stuff. Um, I just... I, that was one of my life goals. I wanted... I, ha- I had this drawn out when I was a kid. My life goals were to live in a trailer, to get really big, to have dreadlocks, and be a garbage man. So, obviously I was not that fucking ambitious as a kid. <laughs> Actually, when I was younger than that, I wanted to live in the fucking mountain of Canada's Wonderland. That was my goal. Alright, I, I haven't given that up yet. One day I'm just gonna jump off that vortex roller coaster and just fucking set up camp at the top there. And uh, you know, whatever. Live in a mountain. I actually had a buddy who was planning on living. I don't know if he ever ended up doing it, but uh, he, he was planning on living in some mountains. I think he's actually done it before. He's one of these guys though, he can survive it anywhere. Um, regardless, that's uh well if he disappears in the mountains, I can say whatever the fuck I want. He's already been ah fuck, I don't wanna speak on this. That's another fucking a podcast. <laughs> I'll podcast from the fucking mountains with my pal if things if things go really bad. Oh shit! But um, no, anyway. So I did the dreadlock thing. I got really fucking big, but um, I didn't get to live in a trailer. I, I live in a fucking house, and I don't like. I, I'm oh, whatever. The missus. You know what? If it wasn't for my missus, I would live in a fucking shack. But. You know what, she's, uh, she needs a house, and, like, it's, like, we're gonna have kids, and I, you know, I I don't think it's fair to make kids live in a shack, I mean, it happens, but (laughs) it's worse, you could, you could grow up in an apartment, Andy Bernard said that in the office, I, um, I don't know, it's just, like, we have a really nice fucking house, it's, like, it's old as fuck, but it's got character, it's got class, you know, it's falling apart, but it's got character. That's just like me. But the, you know, the, the missus has made the place quite a home. It's quite beautiful. Um, anyway, what are you going to do? What, what the fuck was I talking about? Oh, yeah, the, the other thing. Oh, yeah, so my life goals were to get huge and have dreadlocks, but neither of those were sustainable because I didn't want to fucking... Well, I mean, with the dreadlocks, they just got too fucking gross, and I didn't want to deal with them. I shaved my head, and I was like, fuck this. I'm never going to fucking have hair again because it's just like... There's too much shit to worry about in life. I, I, you know, I used to have like a mohawk and shit, and it was just like spiking it up every day. It was, uh, it was a pain in the ass. And I used to use egg whites because I refused to use cosmetic products. They're fucking expensive and stupid. 
but I had my brother living with me, and he could pound down those egg yolks every fucking day. He's no joke, no yolk, or all yolks, sorry. He loves the egg yolks. So, um, I remember when uh, my, my, my partner, my, uh, my fucking, uh, my partner in crime, James, when we used to live together, James Blank, keep it anonymous, James V. Blank. <laughs> uh, he used to fucking, uh, he used to eat egg white omelets every day, and he put the fucking yolks in these little plastic cups with tinfoil on top, and I couldn't keep up, because I wasn't pounding down those omelets my brother used to make with the 20 yolks a day, and, uh, oh man, it got nasty, because then they started spilling all over the place. Actually, yeah, when I was talking about having to live with people, and, uh, it's just like you become this gross, or people are, they're so fucking annoying when you have to share a bathroom in a kitchen, they're so fucking gross. With James, I realized after a while, because he was, he was a great guy to live with. He was not gross. And then I was like, wait, I'm the gross guy. I'm, 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 oh, I was also a raging alcoholic. And I was always spilling shit all over the place. And I just didn't give a fuck about anything. It was nice to live that way for a while. But after a while, you got to... Well, no, we used to keep that place clean. I remember, actually. We used to clean the place top to bottom. I remember I had a shop back with no, no attachments. And uh, I used to go across the floor. And it was three stories. It was an eight-bedroom house. And it was all carpet. And I used to do every square inch of the carpets on my hands and knees with the fucking shop vac. I would just make a day of it. And we used to scrub the place and just, just keep it sweet and clean. After a while, it went to shit. But you know what? It is what it is. And then the place got so much more trash as it went on. Like, we couldn't keep up cleaning it. Um, but it's a, it's a fucking eight-bedroom cash cow. And fucking, uh, you know what I mean? It's student housing. Like, you can't go wrong. The guy that bought it... Uh, actually, it was funny because we tried to sneak back in. Me and Maddie Zed, God rest his soul, uh, we, we tried to uh, sneak back in and live there again. We wanted to rent out the basement. <laughs> and the guy's like, absolutely fucking not. I saw that fucking documentary. And I was like, fuck! I love that documentary about the house, but it incriminates us. <laughs> There's no actual footage of that house, I don't think. Like, any of the parties, any of the crazy shit, that was the fucked up shit that all just lived in our memories. But, whatever. Um, it was a great time. And I got to go back into that neighborhood and do a lot of work. And uh, a lot of work in the community. I, I was doing a lot of um, water heater stuff. I did a lot of stuff that not got paid for it. So, in my mind, the only way I can sleep at night, I don't really sleep at night. But even the couple hours I do get, is that I was doing community service. I was servicing a community that was very good to me. And I talked to everyone. I said, I'm really sorry about all those loud parties and all the shit and the cops and all that. And they're just like, are you kidding me? They didn't even bat an eye. It's just like, you know, they, they know exactly what's going on around there. And there's a lot worse going on around there. And, um, but anyway, uh, it was nice to uh, be able to give back to the community. You know, that, that is a really great feeling. I, I need to do more of that shit. Because now I do, I'll, if I do it, it's like I'm not on my own clock. I'm, I'm you know, it's just... It's just my, my pa-in-law's business, so I'm on his dime. So anything I do is just, I'm, I'm just paying for his community service. So I got to do more shit on my own fucking time. And then the thing is, I got to not talk about it. As soon as you start talking about it, <laughs> that means you're a piece of shit. And you only did it just for the fucking, you know, just for the fucking the credit, you know? Ah, fuck. But... If that inspires others, you know, there's always loopholes, right? You guys got to, uh, you guys got to always use the loophole. Or the other thing is, if I tell my ma, it's, it's a loophole because that is a service to her. If I tell her that I'm doing good stuff and that makes her feel good about, you know, herself and me and all that, you know, eh, 
whatever. But you know what? You can only... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It makes you feel good about it, what you're doing. So, I mean, I guess... It's kind of a fucking gray area. I don't know why I'm so fucking worried about it. <laughs> I'm worried about taking credit for community service I haven't even fucking done. Uh, Louis C.K. has some great fucking bits. Oh, I love those baby fucking cows. They're so fucking cute. I just want to smooch them. Just want to milk them. Anyway, um... I think those ones are for eating, not milking. Yeah, fuck. Oh, I just want to fucking eat them. just want to chop his little fucking head off and fry him up. No, I just want to eat him raw. Ah, oh, fuck. I don't know. If the grid goes down, I'm going to fucking... I, I, I did some favors for some dairy folk, and I keep those guys in my fucking uh, corner. Because I, I... You know what? I really do love the dairy. I could go vegan, but it'd be a sad fucking world. I, I could go um, without a lot of things, but it's like... You know, to moderate, sure, but like to go without milk, cheese, or butter, it's like shit. Even milk, I've been drinking more. I'm a milk drinker. I'm ashamed to say this. It's just, I just love cereal and fucking cookies and shit. I just, I don't know. I, I don't know how the fuck we ever started our day with cereal. Like, if I have any of that shit, I'd just get like this fucking Stanley Hudson level diabetes. I'm just, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know how the fuck anyone eats that shit during the day. I just have it as a dessert in the evening, and then I fucking, it's like medicinal. Fucking pass the fuck out. Um, but anyway, I'll speak more on fucking dietary shit and uh, you know the science of fucking carbohydrates later on. It makes you fucking sleepy. What are you gonna do? That's what I understand. You see kids and they have some sugar and they're bouncing off the fucking ceiling. It's like, what the fuck? This kid is possessed. What happened? And it's just some from a bit of sugar. I was like, holy fuck. When I have sugar, I go to sleep. Like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, man. Uh, anyway, guys, I gotta get myself to work. I'm fucking late. I hate being late. I'll work through my lunch and I'll work late, but I, I don't like being behind because my whole day is fucked up. But, whatever. I couldn't really get out of bed this morning. You know you have those days where you just can't even fucking move. I almost stayed in bed, but then I was like, fuck no, man. No, that's just going to spiral into more and make you feel worse and worse and worse. you got to get the fuck up and move. And uh, so, whatever. That was a little victory there. Sometimes you just got to repeat over in your in your head what you got to do. This is what I do anyway. I don't know if anyone else has to do this. But I'll be like, just like the simplest things, like put on socks. Fuck, break it down even further. Put on a sock. Then put on another sock. <laughs> Actually, I double sock today. I don't know. And do you guys have you? Do you guys know anyone that does a fucking sock and then a boot and then a sock and a boot? This was a bit on uh, All in the Family. It's a fucking I don't know, man. He's like, and then Archie flips the fuck out because he does he doesn't do socks and then boots. He's like, I do one foot at a time. <laughs> oh shit! It's I don't know. I don't know why shit like that would bother us, but it does. And. Uh, Oh, yeah, no, I think he even gives an example. His fucking, uh, Archie's like, well, what if there's a fire or something? You gotta run out and you got one boot and one bare foot. <laughs> but think about it. It would be better to have one boot to hop. I don't know if this, I can't remember what his rebuttal is. Uh, fucking love Rob Reiner, but, um, I can't, I don't know what his rebuttal was, but it would be much better to hop on one boot than to be running out in your socks. But, 
I mean, so many people are always planning for these crazy situations. I'll tell you right now, to anyone who's not trained for this shit, not that I am, no, I'm not, this is my point, is when it comes down to a big fire or whatever the fucking situation is, most likely if you've never been through it, you're going to panic and you're going to freak the fuck out. Just accept that, because that's <laughs> every single fucking emergency person protocol says remain calm. You're not going to remain calm. You're going to freak the fuck out, and then and then just deal with it. Just use that adrenaline, and that's all you can do. And if you're in your socks, you won't even. You'll be ten blocks from your fucking house before you realize, uh, you know, your fucking feet are cold. Anyway, I love you all, and uh, I gotta get the fuck to work. I hope you guys are having a wonderful morning, like me. Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll be back soon. Be well. Thank you.